In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Brace and Ren, and Nezzy Classified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 14 of Nezzy Classified School Survival Guide, titled Secrets and Car Washes, as well as Season 2, Episode 15 of Nezzy Classified School Survival Guide, titled Spirit Week and Close. Uh, with me, as always, to break down all things Nezzy Classified uh, and recording this episode with me uh, on a hip-hop Saturday is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how are we doing? I'm uh, I'm doing well. It's been a fun snow day. It's currently 10:16 p.m. One of our later recordings, so mm-hmm. we know it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, uh, I feel like late night recordings are always the best, especially um, when our episodes suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially when the episodes are hot garbage, uh, and you ask yourself, "Who are these characters anymore?" <laughs> Like, where, where's their grounding? Ren, I believe that um, Nancy Classified um, somehow jumped into the future. The writers did. They got into the DeLorean. They went to the, went to the year 2021. Uh, they learned about streaming. They learned about Disney+. Plus, and more importantly, and I think exciting for you, Ren, they watched all of Marvel's What If? Uh, <laughs> and then they jumped back to uh their timeline to nezzy classified and they said so i know that we just got done breaking up certain characters and establishing relationships um let's let's uh do a what if uh susie and loomer never broke up or what if? so i i have an explanation for this so i i what are you thinking why was the continuity so terrible this week so, interesting thing. You mm-hmm. know how on the, the Wikipedia lists the episodes by air date, which yes. is what we watch anyways going off yep. shortly. My I bought the season on Apple. It actually has the episodes in their intended chronological order. Okay. But Nickelodeon aired like a bunch of episodes out of order. Weird. So, and there's pretty much no way to see this unless to my understanding unless you have the Apple season. Because um, Wikipedia, like I mentioned, lists them in chronological order and doesn't have the uh, production codes the way that Corey in the house did. So we can't cross-reference them. Yeah. So um, I'm very curious where these episodes were supposed to take place because I was trying in my head to take to place them. But I was... Because at one point, one of their episodes references Mose and Seth are still dating. Yeah. However, Susie and Loomer are not together. But and it I doesn't... Th- but the way that Susie acts towards Loomer makes it seem like they've never broken up. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, um, it just doesn't make sense no matter how you cut it. And even so, like, Nickelodeon still aired them out of order. Yeah. Uh, and In a continuity-heavy series. And I was, so I was trying to figure out... I was like, so I would guess one of two things. So we had an episode in the mix here about April Fool's Day. And then we had one about recycling. Is there, uh, is it possible that they moved some things around for Earth Day or for April Fool's Day? 
Um, no, no, that that is not what oh, happened. So, so uh, something mm-hmm. very interesting to note, though, the yeah. Valentine's Day episode. They yes. saved it until like episode eleven of the season, but it realistically would have taken place at like the very beginning of the season. Yes, there. This is the spring semester. Mm-hmm. So that's already something that's off. Yeah. So yeah, that means I... there's an early episode that's supposed to take place way later than we realized. We're going to get to the end of the season and the final episode is still going to be referencing Susie and Loomer, like just recently getting together. <laughs> and I'm going to bang my head against the wall. Uh, and it's like, so to an extent, I'm happy because the... I felt like Seth and Moe's, they lived and died in the episodes we watched last week, right? Yeah. So I was like, that was really bizarre. So they they must have, it must have gone asking, no. So the plot of asking someone out. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Let's yeah. try to figure this out, Ren. We so got to figure this out. Asking someone out mm-hmm. and April, f- so there must be a few episodes between asking someone out and April Fool's Day so that, uh, Moe's and Seth actually have a relationship before she decides to break up with him. Yeah, but so this is so I'm using the two relationships as a gauge for where things are supposed to be because uh, we get Loomer and Susie break up in asking someone out. Right? Or there Ned talks about how they are now broken up. Yes. Uh because Ned and Ned in, wants to yeah, ask Susie in asking out. someone out, I think we see mm-hmm. Susie and Loomer break up, and then um, Mose and Seth start dating at the end of that episode. Yes, at the end of that segment. Okay, and then in this week's episodes, we have secrets opens with Ned sees Loomer kissing Missy in the hallway, and Ned wants to tell Susie so that they'll break up. Oh, Bryce, I have the correct episode order. I found it on iTunes. Okay. So, the order goes, uh, episode 12 is supposed to be asking someone out in recycling. Uh, The next episode is supposed to be spirit weeks and clothes. Uh, Let me, hold on, I'm going to go to my notes there. Yep. Wait. It doesn't make any sense. So that means they break up Ned and, they break up Susie and Loomer, to get them back together in the next episode? Well, so then are they technically back together for Spear Week and then they break up again? Moe's and Seth's relationship go- is asking someone out recycling, yep. Spirit Week close, Secrets school car wash, then April Fool's Day excuses. But that still means there's a there's broken continuity between Loomer and Susie because they yep. break up and then get back together in the span of two episodes. Yeah. I'm not really sure, like... So, when does, uh... So, they break up, get back together, then break up again in Secrets. In, like, a three-episode arc. So, did they break up in Secrets? <clears throat> yeah, because they're broken up by Secrets. Right? Oh, no, no, no. No, they they're break dating up in again secrets. in Secrets. Because... Yeah, because... Yeah, because, uh, Susie catches him. Okay, so, chronologically... Susie and Loomer break up once, they get back together in Spirit Week, then they break up a second time in Secrets, because Loomer's yep. cheating on her. Yep. Alright, we figured it out. And then, do they get back together one more time so that 
they can be broken up again during asking someone out? No, because asking someone out happened earlier. Asking someone out happened already happened in this scenario. But it doesn't make any sense, Ren. (laughs) I know. I know, but it doesn't it's this isn't an answer. So they break up in asking someone out, then they get back together in Spirit Week, then they break up again in secrets. Oh my god. All in the span of three episodes. uh, These characters are so much whiplash, Ren. Like, even in chronological order, it's not great. No. Like, tonight, the only thing that I had to go off of is whatever Ned told us the relationship statuses were. Yeah. Like, it was impossible to actually figure out where we were chronologically. Yeah, Yeah. especially with Secrets, where we're told the entire episode that someone needs to tell Susie because Missy and Loomer are kissing. Ned wants to break them up so he can ask out Susie. And then we don't see Susie all episode. Oh my god. That was... um. So I know that you messaged me, Ren. Yeah. I know you've already said it. These were bad episodes. Um, Secrets was a whole new level of what am I watching? It w- <laughs> was that the one with... Uh, that's the one where Ned got full in costume, right? Like, we had a That's So Raven moment. Uh, yes. Yes, with the psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's all I could think about was we're just watching Corey in the house again. Mm-hmm. It's, um, so Secrets has, it opens with Ned seeing Loomer kissing Missy in the hallway, um, which, not discreet at all. Yeah. Right? So, like, like, a bunch of people walk around just the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also see, we're introduced to a brand new character, Secret Boy. They, they give him, like, a weird name, but honestly, the episode just went in and out for me. Yeah. So we're seeing him, and I'm like, is there gonna be payoff with him is he's just like here because he represents secrets in the same way that we had like backpacks with backpack boy and it it's funny you bring that up because in regards to payoff with him as soon as he was introduced i was already thinking like the payoff with this is gonna be irritating yeah i already know this is gonna be really annoying (laughs) they're just gonna spend 11 minutes with just looking at the character mysteriously and at the end it's not gonna be anything remotely satisfying Mm -hmm. Ugh. Um, we do get, if we want to talk about continuity here, so I know that we were just saying what a disaster the handling of relationships are. There's one relationship in this segment, though, that we see built on in the air day wise in the next episode, uh, being Cookie and Crony. Oh, yeah, we actually got, uh, two back-to-back interactions with them. Yeah, um, in which, uh, since it's all about secrets, Crony... Uh, is obviously he's always been hiding that he's in the sewing club. Cookie encourages him to share his secret with the world. Crony wants to share it and is just not able to. Uh, it gets cut off constantly. Uh, if, like, I don't know. If I had had someone who was like, uh, hey guys, I have a secret to share, and then they went to say it and the bell rung, I'd be like, can you say that again? I couldn't hear you. Sorry, the bell rang. You can say whatever you have to tell me for next period. Yeah. Instead, he says it while the bell rings and everyone just walks away. They don't care. The bell's ringing. Yeah. Gotta get your glass. Um, Do you ever uh, have to have, like, a hall pass? Like, I've... My school had hall passes to go to the bathroom. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like if you but did anyone ever ask? Like, hey, can uh, I see your hall pass? I don't remember. I know we had hall monitors, but I don't remember ever running into one. Yeah. I remember we had like um like by the end of my elementary school time, teachers like got got into the habit of like let's send kids to the bathroom with like weird things that way they won't forget to return it yeah um so it, like i know one teacher i had had like gave us like a clothes hanger and so it was like bring this with you to the bathroom so there was like the boys room clothes hanger um weird yeah that is weird yeah yeah uh, probably very unsanitary as well would you have liked it if it was like modeled after a survivor immunity idol or something like that oh, like yeah. the bathroom idol yeah that would have been sick yeah. You can use this to unlock any bathroom in the school. Ooh. Any bathroom. Any bathroom. My school only had just the one. We had like you had uh, one bathroom. Yeah, it was I had a small elementary school. Yeah, there's one boys' room with like three stalls and some urinals, and then uh the girls' room. And that was it. One and out, was, house with I, a string attached. So you can what? find it in the dark. With what? What? With a string attached. So you can so you can like pull on it when you're walking outside at night. Find the outhouse. <laughs> Is that something people used to do? Yeah, in like the olden times, right? Yeah. You gotta yeah, like if it's too dark out, you gotta go to your outhouse. You're gonna be able to see, you gotta follow the rope. Pull the rope. Mm-hmm. What happens if it's like muddy? You hopefully you wear boots. Oh my gosh, outhouses were just too much. Yeah, you wouldn't have done well in the past, bro. I I would I would not have done well in the past. Uh, outhouses would have been they would have done me in. I would have said I'm all, I'm all set. Maybe you would have invented thing. the first modern toilet. Well, that's the, like okay, never mind. I don't want to get into this, but I feel like we should. How do they work? Like an outhouse, like a toilet? No, yeah, toilets. They have like a. It makes no sense to me. They go to the sewers, right? I mean, yeah. It's like but a like, Mar- Mario logic. If you go down a pipe, you go to the sewers. <laughs> like, okay, so toilets have, like, the little, like, uh, at the bottom of it, uh, like, a little, like, S-looking tube thing where the pipe kind of, like, wraps around. Um, and so it just, like, goes there. It just, like, goes down. Yeah. This guy, toilets are wild. <laughs> I just don't get them. It's all, it's all about sewers. It's well, no, it's about the pressure, Ren. Well, kids these days, they're just hanging out in sewage all the time. What? Kids are hanging out in sewers again. You know, they weren't before, but now they are. So, what changed? What changed? Yeah. The times. (laughs) Is there a TikTok sewer challenge? (laughs) TikTok sewer challenge? Yeah. Bryce and Ren hit the sewers. Yeah, I'm down here with uh, the sewer gators. Yeah. That'd be fun, uh, though, right? No. Like a sewer For, podcast? To do a sewer podcast? Like, Bryce and I are underneath Boston right now. I don't I don't <laughs> want to be in the sewers of Boston <laughs> talking about Nezzy Classified. I'm but all good. Like, think of it like this, though. It'd be fun. Anything could happen. You and I could be discussing Ned's one minute, and then the next we're running away from a mutated rat. Just Thanks, think of how MIT. dynamic our podcast would become. It, it would be pretty dynamic. We'd um, definitely get a radio show deal like this. Yeah, I'd be worried about... Is that our goal? What? 
You said that radio show deal? Is that what we're doing this for? That's the, the end goal? No, we don't have to accept it, but don't you think it'd be interesting if we if like someone offered us and we could be like, all right, but no. But because you offered it to us, we can now discuss this. And we could like so we could advertise like offered to be a radio show. As like a so we we say no, we're all good with being on your radio channel. However, we are interested in sponsoring or in your radio channel being a sponsor for the podcast. <laughs> so we would open each week with, hey, thanks for checking us out on, uh, you know, whatever your podcatcher is on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever. Uh, make sure to check out like uh, WERS. Uh, we are we almost there. on it, but we said no. Yeah, we, we almost got on there. They wanted us, but we we were good. Um, they, they picked us up after we recorded with um, a mutated rat from MIT in the stores and talked about Neds. Uh, no. Uh, so I think in short, uh, I wouldn't be good without house is. <laughs> I forgot that's how this started. Yeah. Um, okay. Ren, other weird things here in this secrets episode. Um, so Ned like is like, Missy, why don't you tell Susie the truth? about you and Loomer and then like people might actually like you but you that's think a, they would no that's a stupid argument it's a horrible plan yeah so hey why don't you go tell the boy you've been kissing's girlfriend that you've been kissing him and it's probably going to be good for you you two will bond immediately yeah it's, it's a social gain yeah, I don't know what social situations Ned finds himself in, but that's that's gonna get shut down real quick. Um, what is Cookie doing here? Cookie? In this this whole segment. I puts I cucumbers I... on his eyes to get rid of laughter lines. Oh yeah, he did that, huh? He's just kind of like roped in in what Ned's doing, right? He's just following. Uh, yeah, he, he creates the hologram for Loomer in his locker. For the ghost, we find out Loomer hates ghosts. He doesn't hate ghosts. Ghosts. He's afraid of them, or he <laughs> believes in them. No. I don't remember anymore. No, he he's afraid of them. But I'm glad that you corrected me. From you know, we wouldn't want our audience that doesn't watch the show to think Loomer hates ghosts versus <laughs> he's afraid of them. I mean, it's a very important distinction. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's fight or flight, right? Um, do you hate things that you're afraid of? Do I hate things? Can you I'm be afraid, afraid of something without hating it? Uh, what what do you hate most, Bryce? <laughs> what do, I think I'd rather talk about fears than hate. <laughs> what do you fear most? Um, this I don't. I've probably talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, we've definitely that. discussed this before. So, yeah, swallowing a magnet is like what, my. So, what do you hate? Swallowing a magnet. Uh, I hate magnets. Like I hate little magnets. So, because I'm afraid to swallow it. So you you would probably hate the like experience of swallowing a magnet. Oh yeah, I would. So we That's... do hate the things we fear. I think we hate the things we fear. Exactly. Loomer isn't gonna like a ghost, but be afraid of it. So I guess Loomer does hate ghosts. Yeah. Or oh, what's the Michael Scott quote? Uh, I want people to uh, fear. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Yeah. So I guess in that case, Michael Scott is the one in uh, exclusion. And Loomer's afraid of how much he hates ghosts. Ghosts. Um, what else is this? Uh, 
Seth has a whole storyline about how he struggles with reading, and it's so genuine and doesn't belong here. Yeah, uh, um, Seth, this is this also isn't the first time the show has alluded to the fact that Seth cannot read or write. Yeah, this segment just straight up confirms that Seth cannot read or write. Yeah, and so like Moses is awesome thing where they're like. Like, hey, a lot of people struggle with a lot of different things when it comes to learning. Like, uh, you can come talk to a trusted adult. Like, I'll be here. I'll support you. I'm going to tutor you. Which, mind you, makes her breakup with him that much more savage. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But uh, it was totally out of place in this episode. Very genuine storyline, I felt, for Seth. But, yeah. totally inappropriate with what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and like the sh- like this segment's a disaster because the show literally is like handling this sensitive and like very real topic for people while the next scene is cookie and Ned setting up a hologram a hologram ghost <laughs> to scare loomer so it's it's just so disingenuous the further we get into this series Mm -hmm. the more disconnected the episodes and now even the segments within themselves are becoming (laughs) like we're already at a point where the the segments no longer align in any cohesive or coherent way but now even their own like subplots aren't matching up anymore Mm -hmm. it's just what happened (laughs) what happened was that the writers decided that they could take a real human child boy and give the audience a big reveal at the end uh and that it's actually Susie crabgrass that's right Ugh. it was Susie the whole time so they, re- that- they really lean into the whole scooby-doo thing and it doesn't land no because it, they lean into it in the last four minutes that's why like out of nowhere like suddenly it's a scooby-doo mm-hmm. homage yeah um and this is like not even to talk about i know you had, you had mentioned it but ned dressing up as a psychiatrist to try to trick loomer into like revealing a secret yeah um it's just so messy uh yeah the scooby-doo bit i because you're right it's like it had the whole episode been set up as some kind of scooby-doo gimmick sure it would have made something but like the first sign that something is up is lisa zemo suddenly doing velma's where are my glasses bit (laughs) Like, I was watching, I was like, what, what the hell, did I miss something? Did I black out for a second? Mm-hmm. What What changed? <laughs> yeah. Um, Ren, so I'm going to uh, help clarify this for me. So was that an actual boy or was it Susie Crabgrass? It was. Like, so the in the boy... real world, I'm not talking about, like, obviously on the show, it was Susie Crabgrass. That but, like, was in a real, life... real boy until the last minute mm-hmm. where the boy took off his face and then they had Susie, who was clearly taller than him as well, mm-hmm. stand in his place. Mm-hmm. So, um, do we all, are we all just masks? It's a, it's a very real mask. We, you know, mm-hmm. Ned's declassified just has this kind of mask technology. Um, yeah. It's a little bit scary, right? I mean, they you just... could impersonate anyone. Yeah, a little, little bit of a Westworld situation. <laughs> yeah. of uh, She takes it off. Or the boy takes it off. He's actually a, a host. Have you watched Westworld? Yeah, I've watched Westworld. Yeah. I only saw the first season and a few episodes of the second. That's though. all you need. 
I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's all, all you need is just the first season. Um, what else? Loomer dated Missy, so Missy could freak out her parents and send her to uh, Paris. Yeah, sure. Loomer ends this segment with really nothing to show for it. No, no, he professes uh, his love for Moe's. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, and says we're back, that he we're back here again. He'll hear from Seth again one day. Because for whatever reason, after 14 episodes, the writers said, yeah, let's go back to that. I mean, they obviously weren't interested in doing anything with Loomer and Susie. No. Um, which is why, like, these breakups that we have to watch happen over and over, like it's Groundhog Day, uh, <laughs> just feel so meaningless. It's... It's just it's cheap continuity, and like it didn't even air right, so it doesn't even work on that level. No. Ren, uh, so as if that wasn't, um, so I I think secrets of the four segments we're gonna discuss. I think secrets was the messiest, was the most all over the place one. Um, but Ren, I gotta ask you, have you ever held a fundraiser for something and had no plans or intention? Of what to do with the money until after you have it. It's just going to be your basic uh, fundraiser. We can decide what to use it on later. I think this is called like embezzling, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. There's a, there's something like strangely illegal about this. Yeah. This isn't a fundraiser. This is embezzling the school's funds. Yeah. Something completely different. Yeah. Yes, we're going to wash cars. Uh, so the second segment, car wash, they're going to wash cars. And the whole concept is uh, it's boys versus girls. Ugh, I hate, mm-hmm. like, the battle of the sexes trope. It is mm-hmm. so overdone and boring. And it's it, it, it it's always a great way of showing, of showing when the writer's room is getting tired. And they no <laughs> longer know what to do with their characters anymore. Let's just put the boys against the girls. Should be interesting. Yeah. Like, surely uh, this will lead to some interesting dynamics, right? Right? I hope so. Please? Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ren, I know that, that it's frustrating, but, you know, whenever I see a boy versus a girl's car wash, I always bring my car by to support the boys every year. <laughs> Says Sweeney. Like, okay, so we kind of have to... I want to get into the logistics of the boys versus girls car wash. Yeah. Like, Please. you don't know what your car wash is going to be like until you go. So you're basically just choosing one at random. There's no way they can appeal. They can, like, be like, oh, we're better. We're better. You can't know. I got you. Yeah. It's yeah. just totally random. Well, unless... Yeah, so... <laughs> it's <laughs> also, like... The logic here. They don't even really explain how they're getting people mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, or why people would choose, other than Sweeney, who always chooses the boys. Like, at first, they yeah. frame it as like, oh, we have to go faster than the girls. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly, the boys have more cars than the girls. Well, that's because the boys waste the girls' time. Ren. Yeah, they, but that... There was a strategy here. Okay, but that doesn't explain how the boys still have more cars in the end. Because theoretically, cars would still be coming. There'd be like a There'd be a line for the girls. So it really wouldn't matter how many bo- cars the boys got done in that time. The cars keep coming. 
I don't I I got nothing for you logistically. It's like <laughs> if you okay because because so a car driving by sees car wash. Okay, so me. Let's say I I'm driving by. I see uh, middle school car wash. Su- support the middle school. I'm like, oh great, good. The middle school is doing a fundraiser. Sure, I wonder what it's supporting, but sure, I'll go get my car wash. I gotta get it washed anyway. So I go to line up. There's confusingly enough two lines. Um, and it's uh, I'm confused at that point why there are two lines for the single car wash, and I turn around and leave. But Br- wait, Bryce. Mm-hmm. What if one line said boys with an arrow yeah. pointing one way yes. and the other one said girls with the arrow pointing the other way? Mm-hmm. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. Um, and I was like definitely getting a car wash. I like, still don't it, know. Do you have a boy car or a girl car? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, um, I believe that cars definitely need to, uh, you know, need to have that, that uh, label. Oh my god. I don't know. And yeah, maybe I'd pull up and I'd ask them. I'd be like, hey, can you I don't know. I'm not sure. What do you recommend? Yeah. What do you think? Um, I don't know. Or maybe I would just while in line look to see the damage that was done to Sweeney's car. And I'd say, Can I do whatever it takes to not get that treatment? So you know Sweeney in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, Like you're checking in on him as like a friend. Um, no, it's like, I go to the same, uh, we go to the same diner in town on the weekends. Right. Okay. Yeah. But we don't sit with each other. We just like, you know, I know of him. Do you look at each other? Uh, he, he looks at me. <laughs> you don't look back? I don't look back. Well, what's, does he just like stare at you? Um, yeah, he looks at me for a little bit. He walks over and sits down like in front of me for probably like a minute or two. And I don't say anything. Um, you- as I... I have hash browns in front of me, so I, I like slurp them. Yeah. Um, you like that? Do you like to slurp them? Well, I do it because I'm too stressed to use a utensil in front of Sweeney. Right. So I just slurp down the hash brown. And then hey, eventually he gets do. up and leaves. So once you finish eating, he leaves? Well, so he leaves the diner while, like, while I'm eating. Okay. And so then you just I go want to, to get... watch you take a few bites. Yeah, I go to get in my car to go home, and Sweeney's, uh, I, like, adjust my rearview mirror, and he's in the back of my car now. Um, Do you bring him home? Well, so I drive home, and he's still there. He's still not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Uh, And then I, once I'm home, I decide, you know, it's been a long, stressful day. I got to take a nice hot bath. Uh, So I go upstairs. Sweeney's still in the car, Um, and I take a nice, nice hot bath, and then when I'm done, um, I leave the bathroom and I hear the TV on down the hall. So I go down the hallway and I see Sweeney's sitting there and he's watching The Price is Right, uh, which I had DVR'd from earlier in the day because it's it's nighttime at this point yeah. and it was on, you know, during daytime hours. And uh, I, I say, hey, what are you doing? I was planning to watch The Price is Right. And he still doesn't say anything. Um, and I say, listen, man, I don't want any trouble, but I got to go to bed. I work tomorrow. Uh, and so then Sweeney looks at me um and he he just says i always get in line for the boys and then he gets up and he leaves so basically the message of the story is get in line for the boys get in line for the boys so you didn't like that sweeney did this to you no or did you like it no i don't like that sweeney followed me home and watched my dvr episode of prices right 
like he didn't hurt you though so in a way now you know he's not menacing uh but he could have though but you can count your blessings that he didn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah doesn't mean he won't try again though that's a good point you know he's relentless i'll yeah. give you that yeah uh have you ever had any sweeney run-ins uh not lately no you know yeah i've been trying to lay low yeah it's probably the best way to handle them ever since i heard about uh when sweeney followed you home you know it really yeah. unnerved me. Yeah. That, uh, you know, uh, Stickman? Not Stickman. What's the called? Sticky? No. Stickler? No. In the woods, he's tall and menacing. The Tin Man? Slenderman. Slender <laughs> Stickman? Yeah, Sweeney Man. That's uh, it's based after him. Yeah, you don't go into the woods at night alone. What's even so scary about a Slenderman, huh? Like if, if, a, if a really tall, skinny guy came at me, I just kick him. I mean, I, I'm not threatened by that. Ren, I've approached you before, and I've been I've been kicked. So, <laughs> you know, you know, a slender man's not gonna get me. I'll I'll tell you that. No, you're that that's your attempt is you'll kick him. I mean, I'll I'll fight slender man as much as I have to to get him away. From I you. would okay if I'm fighting slender man, Ren. I would run between his legs. You'd run between his legs. Yeah, you could like <laughs> slide between his legs, and then yeah. you could like uh low kick him, take him out of the heels. Yeah, him. yeah, or well, because I imagine it. So he like I'm in front of him, and he bends down to pick me up, right? And so yeah. I that's when I run between his legs, and at that point he like his hands continue to follow me, and then he's like kind of wrapped around his own body. Um, Thunderman has ears, right? Uh, he has at least one. Like uh, if he picks you up, the human. The average human is strong enough to rip off a human ear. You know, if you picture rip off, yeah, it is. Okay, keep going. If you, if Slenderman picks you up, you can just grab his earlobe, pull it off. He won't even he won't even expect it because who who does that, right? <laughs> like who does something like that? He'll drop. You can run away. He'll be like, "Are you kidding me? You ripped off my ear." Mm-hmm. And I mean, as long as you get away fast enough, you know, you're safe. Should I do anything with it at that point? If you if you hold on to that ear, the Slenderman will find you. Okay. I would recommend just letting it go. So this all comes back to I did take Sweeney's ear. Yep. <laughs> and so I think I'm realizing the mistakes that I've made. This would definitely ha- this is like how horror movies start. Yeah. You know, someone in like the first act rip o- rips off some guy's ear, mm-hmm. and then now they're being hunted down by a Sweeney man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Okay, Ren. So, um, I do, I think it's important. Sweeney's car gets destroyed. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't care. Because. It's at for the, the end, boys. Yeah, it's for the boys, and there's a chance that there's a hot tub. Um, Coconut Head is used as a sponge at one point. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, what else? Uh, Krubs comes by, he gets soap on his glasses. Um. Uh, essentially, the boys do a bad job cleaning. Yeah, the girls uh, figure out how to create an assembly line. The boys you, can. Do you feel like Nancy Classified has jumped the shark? Uh, in which we get a, a legitimate tip here, in which is a wet car does not equal a clean car. Perfect for those middle schoolers. <laughs> Here's your school survival tips. A wet car does not equal a clean car. 
Nick. Thanks, Ned. Yeah, who do you think you're talking to? Uh, and did you uh, love that? So uh, the boys lose because the, the cars are dirty. Uh, they have all these angry customers back. I just wrote Karen Central. Yeah, the, the woman yelling at him, being like, I'm never going to come back here again. Mm-hmm. She has like yeah. a full 15 seconds of uninterrupted dialogue. <laughs> she does. Um, who is this woman? And I have there's no clue. There's a bunch of them too. There's a bunch of other ladies, but we get this one for like you said, 15 seconds. She is pissed. She got her direction uh, given to her, and she just went off. Like if I knew you were gonna do such a bad job like this, I would have just got into the girls' line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anything else to say about uh, the car wash? It was bold of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide to do a car wash episode between middle schoolers. I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, Spirit Week, Ren. <sighs> do you have what? Spirit, Bryce? Did you do Spirit Weeks at your school? Were you a big spirit head? Do you, how do you think I was at Spirit Week? Uh, I You went to a Catholic school, so I think yeah. all bets are off here, but you strike me as someone who'd be pretty good at it. Yeah, in a I, normal uh, setting. I I won pretty much every day. <laughs> um, were you most... Spirit Week King? So were you the Quarley of your school. I uh, I probably was the Quarley of my school. Yes, people um, would anticipate seeing what I was wearing each day. The um, bright daily. It, it felt that way. It felt like people would be like, "Oh, like what's he like? What's he doing today?" What are um, some of your most iconic Spirit Week outfits? So let's see. Uh, I made the house from up for uh, Disney Day. Oh, I like fun. made that as a costume, and then I like had balloons and stuff. Uh, I made it completely from scratch. I uh, did. Uh, do you know Pajama Sam? Yeah, I know Pajama Sam. I'm familiar. Yeah, so I did Pajama Sam at one point um, on like Pajama Day. So I had like the cape and the flashlight, and I had the uh, like. Uh, was a pajama man lunchbox so uh what else did i do i i would do like face paint like a whack like wacky wednesday i nailed every single year let's be some just... wacky wednesday winners i mean it wasn't it wouldn't be anything specific it would just be like a bunch of masks costumes accessories remember like i danced and then also my mom was a first grade teacher so we just had a lot of miscellaneous crap in our basement yeah that i could just throw together um yeah, I felt really strong about my Spirit Week performance. And, uh, you know, I think to this day, probably no one thinks about it or remembers it. Uh, and if anything, it was just for me. And I probably didn't make that much of a long-lasting impact with it. I'm glad you had fun, though, Bryce. Uh, yeah. As you can imagine, I did not participate yeah. in my Spirit Weeks in any capacity. Mm-hmm. You were the lure. I was a loomer about it. I, you know, I just, I, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to, you know, flaunt my spirit about a school. Well, okay. So the thing is like, because I was at a Catholic school, we had a uniform. Yeah. So this was a whole week where we didn't have to wear a uniform. All right. So I can see the fun in that for you. Yeah. You, you got to wear whatever you wanted whenever you wanted. Yeah. So I should have gone in uniform for Spirit Week. That would have been wacky. Wacky Wednesday, you should have worn a private school uniform. 
would have been a real controversial choice. Mm-hmm. Would have been very controversial. And then you, yeah. So, um, all right. The King and Queen of Spear week. Uh, what do you think about this setup here? This, like that, the, the format of the episode. This, uh, I like any kind of situation where we have characters competing and we can like actually quantify how well they're doing. Yeah. Like I love tournament arcs. I love uh, game show episodes when, like, like in sitcoms when they go on Family Feud or anything like that. Yep. So, going into Spirit Week, I don't really like the idea of Spirit Week, mm-hmm. but I like the, the competition side of it. It's yeah. uh, immediately ruined by turning it into an American Idol joke. <laughs> Just tanked. I, I love the scoreboard, and I love mm-hmm. how we keep going back to seeing how Ned and Quirley are doing mm-hmm. in comparison to each other. But I just hate how the actual judging goes down because it's the American Idol parody is something that every single show from like the 2000s, early 2000s, mid 2000s did. Mm-hmm. Like Nicole and I were watching or rewatching Always Sunny a few weeks ago and there was an American Idol parody that already felt like years too late in it. And like this, it's it's time it's time appropriate, but because mm-hmm. it's Nickelodeon, it doesn't have any edge or any bite. And it's yeah. not even funny as a parody, and it's just look, look at what we're referencing. Mm-hmm. That's the joke. Did you ever watch American Idol? Uh, my dad and my sister liked it, so I saw it in like mm-hmm. when they saw it, but mm-hmm. otherwise I didn't really follow it. Yeah, I watched the season. I don't remember the guy's name, but he like uh, used a harmonica. Yeah, when he Taylor saw Hicks. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Red, if you uh, had to eat a harmonica, how would that? Uh, what would your process be? deep fry it you deep fry it and then just like chew it I'd, I'd cut it into thin strips mm-hmm. you know maybe i could even like boil it down yeah would you drink, drink boiled harmonica you could like uh, probably shred it like uh, in a blender and then Put if it you over, mix like, it a in salad as cheese yeah or I, I was gonna a salad you probably would still taste it. i was gonna say like mix it in with like a bowl of like cereal or something yeah that'd be fun yeah and so you would get done with the day and you'd be like, I had a complete breakfast. I had my Cocoa Puffs and a harmonica. Why don't you uh, try jawbreakering the harmonica? Just suck on it until it goes down. Oh my gosh. I don't <laughs> think that would work. You don't think so? Um, like you, you like, like the whole concept. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You know, it's, it's universal, right? If you suck on anything, you know, it'll, you'll remove its matter. So this is in line with the juicer. Right? This is like the same type of logic where like yeah. anything can be juiced, anything can be job broken. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true. There's only one way to find out. If it's I gotta take something that's real solid and keep it in my mouth for a long amount of time. And see if it goes down. See if it's if it's any smaller. Like a quarter. Yeah. That would be a good thing to use. Just uh suck on a quarter. For like days at a time, and whenever I'm just sitting, like playing games, I'll stick stick the same quarter in my mouth. I'll see if it goes down. Just see what happens. You can record your findings in a log. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, this is this is it's late night with Bryce and Ren. I'm the Jay Leno. You're the Conan. <laughs> um. Wow. Uh. Okay. What about Cookie? Cookie gets the spirit stick. Yeah, him and Moe's play spirit stick for a whole episode. Mm-hmm. The, what is this? What is this? Tell me. 
Can you explain this plot to me in a coherent way? So, um, okay, there's a spirit stick. It's basically hot potato. It's, this, yeah, where uh, if it touches the ground, it curses the school. It gets put into a student's locker at random. Doesn't seem so random, by the way, when we see Krups take it. Yeah. Uh, sounds like, looks like Krups is targeting uh, Cookie for whatever reason. Um, Cookie gets tired of having to carry it. Now, you and I played a game called Spoons. Yes, that's right. Where we had to have a spoon on us at all times. Uh, and if someone asked, we had to show it to them? Yep. Uh, I was thinking, it's funny you bring that up. I was mm-hmm. thinking about that the other week. Uh, yeah. How uh, you were eliminated in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, do you think that was fair? I don't think that was fair. Yeah, I don't I, know. It, it needed to be honored in the spirit of the game, mm-hmm. but that was poor sportsmanship. On I was like, I was like, part. yeah, I was like asleep, I think, or like just hanging out, chilling. But it's okay, because in the end, I got my revenge, and I beat them for the win. You So you took the whole thing? I took the whole thing. Um, I So I think that we were too kind with the rules. So um, to our listeners, for context, <laughs> uh, the game was you had... So everyone picked out a spoon to start. It could be a big spoon, uh, just like a kitchen spoon, whatever. It had to have a spoon. Uh, there was like maybe eight of us, nine of us who played. Yeah. And whenever anyone who was playing saw someone else, they had to, they could ask them, hey, let me see your spoon. And then they had to take it. They had to pretty much, they had five seconds, I think, to show it to them. Yeah. Um, I think those five seconds were the issue. You think it needed to be a shorter time frame? It needed to be, show me your spoon. Here it is. Well, even then, you didn't have enough time to win. For me, yeah, I'm not thinking about me. I'm yeah. thinking just in general, I uh, for the stakes of it, like because people had it like in the end, people would like keep it in like their backpack or whatever, and then I would yeah. just be like, oh yeah, let me take it out. Here you go, I still have it. Well, um, either way, the uh, your doommate lost because he had to run back downstairs to get it, and he ran out of time. Yeah, yeah, some sweet sweet revenge there. Um, but I, I figure that this school stick is like that. You think, like, you show me the school stick? Yeah, and that's like, here's the school stick. Or else you're and, out of school. Yeah, and then that's, like, Moe's and Cookie are, like, trying to trick each other with the school stick. Uh, what do you, and then they glue their hands to each other. Yeah, it, they use the bathroom together now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Cookie went on a date with Moe's and Seth. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's so much here that we, you know, they clearly don't want you to think too much about. No. Um, <laughs> are you upset that when, because one of the ways that Moe's tricks Cookie is Moe's is like, here, shake my hand. And Cookie does it and then pulls on it and it's a stick hand. Are you upset that Cookie didn't exclaim, Moe's got, uh, got a stick hand? Moe's got a stick hand? Moe's got a stick hand. So kind of going off that, though. Mm-hmm. Moe's makes a an exact replica yes. of the school spirit stick. Out of foam. But it's a, like in wood shop. Mm-hmm. And it's hard enough where it hurt Cookie. Yes. And it's so, an exact replica. So I was thinking about that and I was like, oh, at the end of the episode, we're going to see the stick hit the ground. And everyone's going to be like, oh no, Cookie and Moe's, you are terrible people. Just to 
get the big reveal of like that wasn't the real stick this is the decoy stick never comes back into play no it's just a one-off just letting us know that if Moe's wanted to she can make an exact replica of the school stick but she doesn't want to um what else Moe thinks cookie has a real baby because naturally cookie would have a baby well, Mr. And Monroe gave him the real baby. The real baby. Mr. Monroe said, hey, Cookie, you're doing so well with the fake baby. Why don't you take on a real one? Is what Cookie says. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. And then we, it all culminates in Hip Hop Friday. <laughs> Will we be talking about Hip Hop Friday for years to come? <sighs> Hip Hop Friday, it just... Everything about it caught me off guard. I don't know. I don't. So, I don't want to see Ned walking around, mm-hmm. you know, having fake rap battles with Quirly. <laughs> also, like a strange, um, like to pretty much call the show out. Uh, did you notice that there was a strange bump in uh, students of color? Oh, during uh, this segment, during Hip Hop Friday. I think I did notice that, but I didn't quite put it together. There was. Um, yeah, usually we have it's always a couple of honkies on screen, right? <laughs> you don't usually get uh, people of color unless they're, yes. you know, there to paint the scenery in the corner. Yes, correct. Or to uh, um, to play a certain uh, American Idol judge. Yeah, right. Um, oh yeah, that's right. That kid. Yes. Yeah, I guess yeah. he was the closest thing they could find to Randy Jackson. Um, but no, so we had like with the start of Hip Hop Friday, they showed. Um, a group of students of color like dancing and like uh doing flips and stuff in the hallway which is all well and good and like i appreciate that they uh at least you know because that's where obviously where like the hip-hop and r&b and stuff came from um but it just felt so out of place when it hasn't like the show has never done that um yeah. It's a very inelegant but very expected way of a t- early 2000s show mm-hmm. tackling something like hip-hop as a yeah. concept. Because so, they have that and then they're like, alright, now back to all our like all-white main cast um, and Cookie. Yeah. And uh, let's have, let's make sure that we have both Ned and Corley here um, dressed to the nines in like hipster not hipster in like hip-hop attire it was just yeah i don't love hip-hop friday run <laughs> i don't love it uh the school also should have just chosen a better theme it, this is how you want to end spirit week on hip-hop friday mm-hmm. no uh it doesn't matter none of it matters because it's nezzy classified so nothing matters uh ever in fact, uh, what is going to matter is that the stick is going to end up in the air. Loomer, who's been a real uh, sour uh, man. I don't know. Sourpuss? Is that the word you're looking for? Yeah. Sour man? Sour man. I did. Uh, I was like, what's that? I knew it started with sour, but I was like, I don't remember what the, the name is. Yes, he's been a real Debbie Downer on Spirit Week all week. Um, and he is now going to, uh, 
catch the stick and be declared the king. Ren, did you notice uh, everyone disrespecting the wolf and stepping on him during this segment? How come none of the eighth graders beat up these children? Yeah. Continuity, please. <laughs> yeah. And why did none of the eighth graders win uh, Spirit Week King and Queen? More importantly, why were only seventh graders allowed to participate? <laughs> it's a three-year school, right? Mm -hmm. Also, uh, Ned says to Susie early in the segment, uh, Susie, you have my vote. Ned, no one votes. Yeah, they're being judged. They get points each day. Uh. <laughs> I am the spirit week spirit freak. No. Who no. has the most spirit this week? No. Are you, sorry, are you the weak spirit week? Week? Wait, the I... weak spirit week spirit? I am the weak spirit, weak spirit freak. Your spirit will make me stronger. And then will you be, if so, with just my spirit, will you be the strong uh, spirit, weak spirit? Or are you still going to be like the slightly less weak spirit, weak One spirit? One boy spirit, I go from the weak spirit freak to the meek spirit freak. Weak, weak. Uh, okay, so how many how many spirits do you need to be strong? Like a dozen. Like a dozen? Like if you can give me like a dozen kids. Like it spirit. kid spirits? So this is like hocus pocus? I, I'm talking kid spirits. This is spirit week for spirit week's a school thing, right? So it's gotta be kids. No, 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 no. Businesses <laughs> do spirit week. Huh? Businesses do spirit week. Businesses do spirit week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're um, telling me T Mobile has spirit week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the the uh uh Team Mo, what what do they? What do you think they call themselves? Team Mobileites. Team Mobile Militia. Yeah, they all they wear their pink and their black. They uh, chalk on their cell phones like even more. And they just uh, I don't know, go out and take pictures of five G towers. Is that what you do with your Team Mobile cell phone? I don't have a Team Mobile cell phone. What do you have then? I have Verizon. That's too bad. Is it? Uh, Verizon's bad, right? I mean, they're... It's, they're but, like, know. Verizon's, like, the bad guys, though, right? Well, yeah. It's, Verizon's, like, the Comcast of, like, phone services. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry, the Xfinity. Not Comcast you know, anymore. Comcast changed their name. So people you... didn't like them. <sighs> and now people call them, and they're like, hey, I want to cancel my Comcast TV. And they're like... Sorry, this is Xfinity. We don't know what Comcast up. is. Yeah, Comcast isn't here at the moment. Call back later. Comcast is out. Uh, speaking of out, Ren, um, did are you out of your mind? Are you out of your damn mind, <laughs> Mosley? That's like that's a quote from the segment, right? I think so. Yeah, when <laughs> um. This this next segment when Mose wore uh comfortable outfits, Missy Com said that to her. Comfortable outfits, and Missy says, "Are you out of your mind? You out of your damn mind, Mosley? We're the fashion police. This segment is not connected to the last one at all. Have you lost your mind, Ren? Because I'll help you find it. Where is it? Oh, I don't know. That that's a quote. That's Stanley Hudson. Yeah, Jesus ain't gonna help you find it. <laughs> He's so good. Uh, we should get him on. 
We yeah, let's get a let's get a what's his name? What's his real name? I don't know. He's Stanley like Stanley Hudson. Yeah. Uh Leslie David Baker. <laughs> yes. Let's get him on. Um to talk Neds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'd be good for it. He'd be good for it. I would want him to just yell Stanley quotes at us the whole time. He most recently played Florida bus driver in Vivo. What is that? Uh, Vivo was released in select theaters on July 30th, 2021. Mm, and okay, you can stop. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I don't, I don't need any more of whatever that is. Uh, we're speaking of Tall Girl 2. Yeah, when's that coming out? It's out. It's out? Uh, well, I don't know if it's out, but it, it should be soon. Yeah. You gotta watch Tall Girl 1. Mm, I'd rather skip to the you want, sequel. You wanna skip? I'd rather just go straight to the sequel. What if we miss Easter eggs? What Easter eggs? Rent. There is nothing. Tall Girl 1? There's nothing that we won't... There's nothing that we will regret not getting out of the first one when we watch the second one. So, wait. Okay. If you had... What's something where there's like two? What do you mean? So, okay. Would you rather watch the first half of, um, I don't know, Jurassic Park or the second half of Jurassic Park? Oh, Titanic. There we go. That's a perfect two. So my choices are I can either watch the first half of Jurassic Park or the second half of Titanic. <laughs> no. So, okay. <laughs> Would you... If you had the opportunity to watch Jurassic Park, you've never seen it before. Okay. Okay, so wipe your brain of Jurassic Park. Would you choose to watch the first half or the second half of Jurassic Park? If I was seeing Jurassic Park for the first time, Mm -hmm. I would choose to watch the first half. Really? Because, you know, I want to know the context or the payoff I'm not going to get. Yes, and so in this scenario, you're never going to, <laughs> you would never find out about the other half. No, but like, I'm if just people are talking sure about Jurassic that. Park, now I know enough from the first half that I watched mm-hmm. to pick up on context clues. Versus if you watch just, if you watch the second part, though, you'll have those context clues filled in and you'll probably figure it all out by the end yeah. and you know how it ends. Yeah, but everyone always talks about the second half of the movie, so now I can come in with my expert knowledge of the first half. No, 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 no. So in this case, you don't, like, uh... You you don't get to know what you don't see. Ever? Not from anyone. Ever. So no one will ever speak to me? About... About the film. No. Then who cares? I'm still going with the first half. Oh my god. (laughs) I mean, if I'm never going to get... You'd rather watch Tall Girl anyway. than Tall Girl 2. Bryce, it's... Come on, it's only three hours altogether. How bad could it be? What is that? To watch 1 and 2? Oh, damn. No, it's longer than that. <laughs> Ren, I'm uh, not... Tall Girl 1 is an hour 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. Tall Girl 2 is an hour 37. You're telling me you'd rather spend more time watching Tall Girl than Tall Girl 2. I mean, can it be worse than any of the Neds we've been watching? Probably, yes. Probably. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say it'll be on par with Jason Dolly's uh, movies. Well, okay, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nzinga Stewart directed yep. Tall Girl 1. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That changes nothing. <laughs> what, about, 
what if you watch one and I watch two? And then we can piece together what happened? Yeah, so it go back to the Jurassic Park scenario. It's what if you watch the first half of Jurassic Park and I watch the second half and then we talk about like what happened. In both movies? We fill in the gaps. Like we did with that uh, episode of uh, Teenage Robot. <laughs> Teenage Robot, yeah. <laughs> uh, that could, do you think, is that how we're going to do it? Well, let's think about it. Okay. There's a, there's a lot we can do here. Yeah, because I want to talk about Tall Girl. Um, pr- probably it's too hot right now for us to talk about. <laughs> but I think if we give it another month after anyone who cares about the sequel will have watched it, I think that's when we strike. So it's not out yet. It comes out February 11th. Oh, so in, yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, I don't want to stop Ned's because I want to get through Ned's. We're close to the end of the season. Yeah. I think we have two weeks left until we're done with the season, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Fred, do you have anything to say about fashion? Clothing? Oh, cl- uh, Ned wore a blouse to school. I yeah. remember this episode from growing up. That's it. That's all I remember from it. That's it. Ned, uh, he does wear a blouse to school. Uh, it's a nice Moses blouse. blouse cuz Moses is wearing the same one in pink. Yeah. I would have had no idea. Yeah, I would never have noticed. No. And like most kids that young don't really know the di- like why buttons are on each side either or that buttons are on different sides. Even just now, like uh Did you not know? I'm still confused about this button thing. Uh I'm pretty sure like most men's clothing, like the vast majority of men's clothing, the buttons are on the right. Yeah. And with women's clothing, they're on the left. Why? I have no clue. Do we think there's a reason? Maybe to distinguish it in, like, olden times, just to gender the clothing. Yeah. Like, oh, now the gentlemen will know that their clothing is the one with the right buttons, mm-hmm. while the female folk will know that their clothing is the one with the left. Weird. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure why that would be. But, um, yeah, the clothing... <clears throat> Clothing here, um, I feel like they place too much emphasis on clothing. Uh, not like in this segment, but just like in general. Oh, Bryce, I figured it out. Yeah. <clears throat> to ensure that an enemy's lance point would not slip between the plates, they overlapped uh... from left to right, since it was standard fighting practice that mm-hmm. the left side, protected by the shield, yeah. was turned toward the enemy. Mm-hmm. Thus, men's jackets button left to right, even to the present day. So I just so when you say that you figured that out, that that was something like that was just logic that you pieced together just now. No, that was a sentence I read explaining <laughs> why. <laughs> Ren, you should have I set you up. You should have just said yes. <laughs> she said yes. I figured that out on my own. We're not in the secrets segment anymore, though. Yeah, so you don't need to keep secrets. Yeah. Uh, Goth Ned. I wrote that down. Viking uh, Ned. Viking Ned. Ned puts on a really good outfit at one point. Like, it's a nice looking outfit and for whatever reason changes out of it. Also, Ned, like, when Ned is in the prop closet, he's saying that he needs, like, a nice manly shirt. There were, like, five flannels that he combed through and ignored. So upsetting. Yeah. Um, I don't really uh, get what the segment is doing. 
like they they kind of knew they didn't have like a foot to stand on with mm-hmm. the Ned Blouse thing, which is why they have the Missy Fashion Police angle and basically turn it into defeat the Fashion Police. Mm-hmm. Which is like that, and that's all they use Missy for now. Is they're like, ah, yeah. oh, like what what are we gonna do with this segment? I don't know. Let's make Missy say something or do something that's like a little bit annoying, and then it can all just culminate and get back at Missy. Sounds good. Um, yeah, because like. Moses thing is just simply like she goes through like a whole crisis about her yeah. clothing. Uh and c- see Cookie and Crony I would have watched this for I the thought, full 11 minutes. I thought this was a real missed opportunity for them to create a human being-esque monstrosity. A human what? From community, the human being. Oh, human being. Yeah. I thought she's a human being and I was like <laughs> thinking about someone being trapped in a human being in a human being yeah. or a human inside a being um well, you, know, you can yeah. strip someone out to become like bean shaped i guess um humans are kind of just beans if you know what i mean like tall beans yeah um so you feel like the human being was a better design than what crony and cookie come up with here i'm saying that i wanted neds to go further with mm-hmm. the like, because they're clearly designing something over the top that's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the episode, it's just like a robe with some pouches. Some it doesn't really. Pouches. There's a dis. There's a visual disconnect between what they're wearing and what the scene is trying to convey to yeah. us. Yeah, they go real hard into form over function. Function into function over form. Yeah. Here. Um, I I still I enjoyed my time with Cookie and Crony here. It's probably the only thing that I enjoyed um, in these two episodes. It's an interesting pairing. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the few like we're running out of ideas. Yes, that actually is working. Mm-hmm. But because they're like, what do we do with Cookie? So here's what they should have done with Cookie. Again, Cookie has in season one at least had a thousand and one outfits. Yeah. Why why was that not an angle here like cookie had a unique outfit for every episode of season one yeah and he has no real stakes in the clothes segment mm-hmm. he's consistently the best dressed of the main cast yeah like it makes sense to have him be the one to create a uniform in that sense but it still feels like a waste yeah yeah i would have loved for um him to almost be like uh like the guide here for ned and Moe's. Of like, you know, you want your clothing to like match who you are and be like functional for your life. Oh, uh, on the note of the guide, did you like Ned's uh, make sure to buy your clothes at Walmart tip? Yeah, so I actually, um, I do feel positive that that was included in there where um, Ned's like, yeah, you can get a lot of nice clothes, like, if you go to a bunch of, re- like, specific retailers, but also, like, you don't need to. Yeah. To have good outfits. Um, I didn't, like, I appreciated that the writers threw that in there because it is, like, you know, it, yeah. that is something where if a kid's watching this and they're like, oh, I want to make sure that I look nice for school is the only way I'm going to look nice with new clothes. Ned's in here to say no. No, that's not uh the case but um then it got weird where uh the two neds were talking to each other it's uh, for me like another thing is that the show 
the more the show abandons the tip structure, the weirder it feels whenever it's actually acknowledged. Because the tips are like so out of left field, Ren. Yeah, they're they're no longer a natural part of the episodes, mm-hmm. and they haven't been for a while now. Yeah. The in uh, Spirit Week tonight, Ned said, uh, you know, uh, be prepared to improvise for Spirit Week if you forget what day it is. That is not a common problem for kids. No, not if, remotely. If you care about Spirit Week, you know what day is next. Or if you don't know, you'll ask a friend. Yeah. Like, uh, you instead, don't care, you don't care. Yeah, instead, Ned's over here, like, improvise, like, throw on your gym clothes for pajama day and make a hat out of a newspaper. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but if it's hat day and you're walking around with today's newspaper as a hat, people are going to just be looking at you funny. Yeah, people are going to know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, his tips are in the, the wet car thing. <laughs> I don't it's know. like, they're clearly... They don't know what to do with the premise anymore. Mm-hmm. And they just, they're sticking to whatever idea comes out because thinking of anything else is clearly too difficult at this point. <sighs> um, yeah. Ren, do you want to rate these episodes? Do we have to? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Like, at what point do we find variations within our, like, one and two? I don't, yeah. I don't know. Because this this has been a bad slump, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is. I really don't know what changed. Something changed in Ned's. It it felt it became too confident, like uh, overly confident, in my opinion. Yeah, I it fe- it feels like the writers feel like they found their voice, but mm-hmm. they didn't really. Yeah. Um. They're like, I, I just think that the show is too confident in what it's doing, that it's not stopping to assess, like, are we actually accomplishing what we think we're accomplishing? I think yeah. one thing that's starting to really grate on me mm-hmm. are the sound effects. Boy, oh, 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 I can't stand them. They're, mm-hmm. it's the whole like live action cartoon thing, it's not really that endearing to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I like wacky plots with live action, but. The sound effects, the Nickelodeon music, just, uh, it's so, exhausting. Spirit Week had the a really weird transition. I don't know if you caught it from, like, when it, they transitioned from Monday to Tuesday, which we've seen on the show before. Usually it's just, like, the sun goes down, moon comes up, moon goes yeah. down, sun comes up. It's a new day. Um, it was cartoon. It was a cartoon background. It was still the actual school, but it was a cartoon oh, yeah. background. Uh, it, it struck me as v- very out of place. And then for Backwards Day, they did that transition, but backwards. And then um, the, all these sound effects and like the typical Ned's music they were playing, but backwards. I noticed um, that too. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it just is lost, Ren. I'm giving Secrets in School Car Wash a one. I will give, um, what is it, Spirit Week and Close, I think maybe a two. Yeah. I think uh, there was elements of both with Close. Like, I did, like, Cookie and Crony. Really, it was just that um, that makes me like it a little bit more. But, yeah, what about you? Where are you at? I will give Secrets in School Car Wash a... 
Point five. Point five. Okay. Point five. Mm-hmm. And I will give Spirit Week close a one point five. Wow. So. All right, if we're mapping out from last week and ending with Spirit Week and close, that is quite the upward trajectory for Ned's. Yeah, it's an improvement. <laughs> Things could really be turning around here. It's at the bottom, working its way up. Uh, I'm next- sure we'll have to revisit these episodes like we did the Corey episodes mm. to re-review once we have some more, once we have a fuller picture of the season. Because next- a big issue for me right now is that it's kind of spinning its wheels. Yeah. And it has been for, like, since the beginning. Well, it's like, and finally, so, because the issue earlier in the season was the plot wasn't going anywhere. Now it seems like they're trying to move the plot, but it's because the air dates and the episode order, the segment order, uh, I don't even know where the plot is. I couldn't tell you where things are supposed to currently be. And that's frustrating from my standpoint, because next episode, it could be, like, Ned is interested in Susie again and it's like okay is this the Ned that knows that Susie is not currently dating is this the Ned that thinks that like Ned that Susie and Loom are going to get together because of Spirit Week like I don't know like I don't know that's a really frustrating aspect of it like and it, it really was illuminated this week just how out of continuity we are now mm-hmm and Ned's isn't like Corey in the house where there's soft continuity that's referenced every now and again, and you can kind of figure out what episodes were written. Like, this is a show where characters, you know, quote-unquote, develop. Mm-hmm. They, the status quo does change, not often, and not nearly as much as I'd like it to, given how far we are now, but it does change. And, you know, stuff from previous episodes does get frequently referenced, even as, like, throwaway jokes. Mm -hmm. So to have stuff air out of order, like, it puts into question, like, pretty much everything. Like, what else was out of order? What did we miss that was actually a reference that we didn't catch because we didn't have context until it was too late? I don't know. Yeah, maybe the the episode order and the air situation might really be doing this show even dirtier than it's already doing itself but even just standalone um these have not been fun these haven't been the neds that i was hoping for uh ren so next week you you do not have access to class clown and music class correct i'm going to try to find it by any means necessary like you know okay so maybe i can find it like the dark web yeah i'm sure Like, surely someone has, you know, uploaded Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide Mm -hmm. somewhere Mm -hmm. for, like, archival purposes. And if not, I'll just let you know, like, by tomorrow. Okay. And we can figure out something. um, If not, I mean, we can always just jump over it. Yeah. Um, Well, actually, so... I don't even... So... You have access to this episode, correct? I, I have access to it. So you can tell me about it. Yeah. It it looks like we have yearbook and career week for sure. Mm -hmm. And then the DVD has science fair and study hall listed after that. But Wikipedia has it listed later. Yeah. It's the second to last episode of the season. We won't be getting there. So we're going to do yearbook and career week. And then if we can music class and class clown. 
If not, then we'll do failing and tutors yeah. instead. Um, we're getting there, Ren. So close to the end of the season. We are getting there. Uh, in terms of the whole show, I mean, there's 54 episodes. You and I this week talked about 20 episode 27, 28. So we're more than halfway done. Yeah. That's classified. And at this rate, uh, we'll be done, uh, you know, maybe by next week. So <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe season three, we'll get to it and we'll say, Rent, let's just watch all of season three in one go. One big batch? Yeah. Eight hour podcast mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Get a dunk, man. Just do it. So, all right. Uh, Red, this has been fun. Um, anything else? You good? <sighs> Bryce, mm-hmm. I'm good, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm getting Corey vibes from Ned's at this point. Yeah. Like, are you? How do you feel? Um, Secrets I did. I felt less so with the other three segments. Mm-hmm. But I mean, watching the ridiculousness in secrets, characters just acting out of character for no reason whatsoever. Um the costumes, the twist at the end where Susie was actually like the mystery boy was Susie the whole time. Uh it's just stupid. It's illogical. It yep. isn't even fun because it's like uh, from Ned's ima- like season one got away with the cartooniness because it was from Ned's imagination. I felt like yep. a, lot, a lot of the context and stuff is like from the eyes of Ned. Um, this is just we're gone and I don't know who these characters are. I don't know where they stand. Uh, so it makes it hard to root for them or to, to care about them and actually plot any of their change, growth or development because it's there. There is none. For me, something I really miss, and mm-hmm. it really like distinguishes the big differences between seasons one and two, mm-hmm. is how Gordy used to deliver his lines in season one. Yeah, like now he's delivering it with a high pitched, faster voice. Like basically, like he's a, a walking cartoon. Mm-hmm. Whereas in season one, he spoke like an actual, you know human man who just happened to say silly things and do silly things yeah like his entire demeanor has changed and i think for the worse i don't really like this cartoony gordy and i think it's kind of telling how often we used to bring him up and how little we like we just glide by him we don't even like mention him anymore We, we didn't mention him at all tonight at all until now and it's it says it all yeah yeah all right, it's Ren. Really a case of lessons. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Um, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Thanks for tuning in, listening to our uh, insaneness as we recorded late at night on this hip hop Saturday. Uh, and take care and have a nice evening. I hope you enjoy the Bryson Wren car wash. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. Cheated on, his brother comes home from the war, they have a third brother. Brother comes home from the war, parts one, two, and three. 
Yeah. Yeah. Jim Helpert comes home from the war. Odyssey brother. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. You want to talk about Nets? I guess we have to, right? Uh, it's 10-10. So make a wish. All right. Make a wish. How much snow um, do you think would be enough for Ned? Are we burying him? No. I think, like, uh, you know when you go to Olive Garden? Yeah. And they greet the cheese, and then you're like, stop. Like, that's <laughs> enough cheese. How much do you think would be, in, like, for Ned to say that's enough snow? That's, like, stop. Let's stop the snow here. Mm-hmm. I think he'd stop it at two feet. Okay. You know, just enough for a school day, but not enough to be, you know, too scary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, you got that late night energy? Yeah, I got that late night energy. Are you James? Like James Bondon? No, James Corden. Oh, what, does he have like a late late night oh show? Oh my god, do you not know who James Corden is? I I know who James Corden is. I just don't keep up with what James Corden is doing. He's had he a late. Like, he's like known for his late night show. That's are like. You, are you like a big James Corden fan now or something? No, no. Reddit hates James Corden. <laughs> They hate him. Now you like him. I know I don't like him. But like you're okay with him? No, he's I I, I don't I actually really don't like him. <laughs> um but I swear I'm different than Reddit. <laughs> Alright, Bryce. I don't dislike him because Reddit tells me not to. So far you both dislike James Corden, so I'm not really seeing much of a difference. We okay. Um that's something I like that Reddit tells me not to like. Um, no, I was, cause I was going to say, I was pretty into, uh, like outside of Reddit, the internet was not super thrilled with the book of Boba this week, but I was into it. And yeah, that was um, a good episode. I thought yeah, it was the so, best one so far. <laughs> that says so much. Yeah, it really does. Does it, did it make you want to watch Mando? Yeah, it did actually. Okay, good. It was a really good advertisement for the, sh- for the show I did not watch. Yeah. <laughs> So I told Jenna, I was like, I bet you that Ren is going to watch this and be like, I should probably have watched Mando instead of Boba. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. It was some, some real solid lore. Um, like finally, a Mandalorian doing something interesting. Yeah, you got to watch uh, at least bits and pieces of Rebels and, uh, well, you, you said you watched the other Clone Wars. But yeah, I've, seen, I've seen the Clone Wars shows. Yeah. Uh, Rebels has uh, some pretty good Mandalorian like actually, like good Mandalorian storylines. So I don't know, Bryce. Book of Bur- Boba Fett's been burning me. Oh my god! Yeah, it really—it's been burning all of us. <laughs> um, it's hard to believe there are two episodes left, and really nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. I care less and less as each week goes by. Um, literally nothing has happened. Like, it's—it's hard for me to put into perspective what Boba Fett's even trying to achieve at this point because mm-hmm. I. Everything feels so static. And like, yeah, so like is the big bad the so the big bad is the pikes because yeah. they run the they uh something they run this assault. town, Buster. And so he's trying to uh shut down the pikes. But I also don't know if like because I don't I don't know if this is it or if there'll be more uh a chapter two of the book of Boba. Yeah. Um because if there is, it's like 
so are the pikes just like going to be Boba's big enemy? And so we're just going to kind of like get a, a lot of setup this season? Or do we have that two would... episodes for them to confront each other? Because also, correct me if I'm wrong, but Mando was like, yeah, I'll join, but I got to go do something first. And I'll yeah, be back. He has a side quest he needs to complete before um, he gets back on the main quest. Yeah, which makes me think that like we won't see him maybe at all or. <laughs> Like after after all the action and the dust is settled, he might show back up and be like, "Hey, you guys need me?" And they're like, "No, nah, we're good." Maybe next week will be another Mando episode. Probably, I hope so. That'd be great, huh? If you really just get could. Boba Fett out of the picture altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you and I would do. Like if you and I were behind the book of Boba, we would totally do this show where we. Well, it's pretty bad. That basically had its like succession podcast moment. Yeah, it did. And we started covering a different series. Different show. It was something completely different. And now uh, it's supposed to get back on track and act like it never happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great point. Great, great uh, comparison. All right, Red, let's talk Neds. Let's yeah. Start. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, I gotta start. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. 